Hey, everybody, welcome to What's Up with Pastor Chuck. And we are in a series called The Seven Deadly Sins, where we're all discussing, hopefully in a vulnerable way, the sins that end up destroying our lives in one way or another, because each of those sins is deadly because they bring destruction. Which brings us to the deadly sin today, which is gluttony. Uh, which, by the way, I need to tell you this. Uh, I, time to time, preach on gluttony. I preach on the idea of not overeating. And you know what always happens? I'm not kidding. We have a drop in attendance when people know it's coming. People will not show up to church when I'm going to preach on that. Uh, And so it's just interesting. I've even had people write me. I heard you were preaching on it. I'm not coming. Uh, And so uh, we're in a society that, by the way, is by by nature obese. The vast majority of people in our society are more than 20% overweight, which puts them into an area that it's not only detrimental to their health, they're hitting obesity, it's hurting their heart, uh, they're getting close to a place where their body's putting. Now, this scares me. I, I, I get blown away that when you're that heavy, your body starts storing fat on your heart. Now, why does that scare me? Because I'm more than 20% overweight. Oh, because my sin's gluttony. Uh, that is my deadly sin. And it comes out in lots of different ways. At one point, I actually weighed 270 pounds, uh, which on my frame is not even a close to okay. And uh, so I had to begin to battle taking that weight off. And maybe one of the great scary things about it is uh, while I am definitely overweight today, people tend to let me slide on that, but they don't realize the gluttony's there. And how does it come out? Well, let me give you some ways. Number one, when Whenever I go to order food for Pam and I, there's a a place near us called Miguel's. It's like incredible Mexican food. They have a a meal called flautas. I don't know if you guys know that. Flautas easily are enough for Pam and I plus leftovers. But whenever I tell Pam I'm going to pick up flautas, I always come home with flautas, with chips, with guacamole, (laughs) and with the newest appetizer they have, and sometimes dessert. That's called gluttony uh, because flautas alone would be a more than a big enough meal. So I'm paying to hurt my health. I'm paying to suck Pam in to hurt her health. And I do that in lots of other ways. Uh, for instance, uh, when the new iPhone comes out, I want the new iPhone, but you can't just have the new iPhone. You got to also get the new iPad that goes with it. And of course, I have to get the most gigabytes that can possibly be <laughs> in it. And, and by the way, think about what that does to you financially, mm-hmm. but it's this compulsive gluttony. I got to have more. I got to have more. I got to have more. Why? For gluttonous people, enough is never enough. And that's a scary thing with food, uh, with drinking, uh, with, you know, so many different things that can lead to addiction. Uh, and so I know that's true. Uh, Tracy, Tracy's my assistant. She'll tell you. One of the ways I practice gluttony is I give gifts, which don't sound gluttonous, but I don't just give a gift that I've got to give another gift. And, another, and after a while, it's like, I, I, and people are like, after, you know, they're, they're not wanting everything I'm doing, but I'm wanting them to think how cool I am because I can't just give one thing. I got to keep giving more. But it's a whole lifestyle that can hurt you financially, can hurt you physically. Uh, it, it can hurt your relationships. Uh, it, it just ends up not, it ended up being a focus away from God. And so gluttony is very, very detrimental. And David, I know that in counseling, you've got to deal with people who are struggling with gluttony. Oh yeah. I think it's huge again, because it's another sin that's insatiable. Mm-hmm. You cannot get enough. So whether it's, whether it's food, whether it's toys, whether it's uh, money. I mean, I work with many executives that are gluttonous when it comes to They cannot make enough money. They're hurting their families. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not spending the time with them at all, but they're making lots of money. Mm-hmm. And, then they're, and then they're also bringing on, I, 
Uh, yeah, what to get to, but yeah, I mean, I mean, just things, houses and more houses and, and yachts and this and that and that and, and, and all trying to satiate. But yeah, this gluttony is just, it's like there's never enough. It's insatiable. I mean, I, I keep going back to the word insatiable and you could relate to that. It's just, it's not enough. I get the new thing. It's great. The excitement of buying it. I then get it. And then it's like, hey, what's the next thing I can do? Because it satiates for a small time. Mm -hmm. And then we want to get something else. So we're waiting for the iPhone 13 to come out. You know, kind yeah, of a thing. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> There's actually a new one coming. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Is I, you guys know I have probably one of the coolest cars ever, my Jeep. It's a yeah. Rubicon, by the way. My wife doesn't have a Rubicon. I got a Rubicon. <laughs> but here's the thing I want you to know. is Six months after I got mine, Tracy's sister Priscilla got the new Jeep that has better gas mileage. And I'm like, hmm, oh, no. I can get six miles to the gallon more. Oh, yeah, but that's it. It doesn't, you're not satisfied. Or else a lift then. kit with it, or else a bumper, or this, or a light yeah. system, or inzox yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. it keeps going. And so it's, it's trying to, it's just an insatiable. You cannot mm -hmm. satisfy. And so, and, and it's so deadly because our mind is so placed on what we're trying to satiate, we forget about the Lord through the whole process. Mm -hmm. And so it takes, again, it's, it's Satan's great way. That's why they're deadly sins, right? Because they're taking us away from the Lord mm -hmm. and towards uh, whatever our sin is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, anybody else have kind of a struggle with this? My sister struggles with gluttony too. It's so funny because I think the Jeep is a great um, car for people who are gluttonous because there's always something you can do to your Jeep that yeah. enhances it. <laughs> right. yeah. And so right away she, I mean, she asked you how, what size are your tires because she wanted to get big tires as soon as she got her Jeep. She's someone who wants to, and it's uh, always on to the next. So, as soon so as she has bigger something. tires than Chuck, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I think she <laughs> Actually, no, she doesn't. <laughs> she got 35s, I got 37. No, that's, no, that's the problem. Yeah, that is, yeah. But she's always on to the next. So she's always thinking, what's, when's our next vacation? Dur as we're in our vacation, she's thinking, where's the next place that we're going to go? Oh, so it's good. hard for her to sit in the moment yes. and enjoy the moment because she's thinking already of the next thing. I think that's just, I mean, the culture that we live in, right? It I is. think like you drive to beach cities and you're like, there's no way every single house on this block is getting redone. Yeah, and they're they're all getting redone. Why? Because they're keeping up with the Joneses. They're keeping up with their neighbors, and they're like, "Oh, the neighbor got that. Okay, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do that." And I think that's just kind of the culture that we live in. And yeah. so, for me personally, I drive a 2010 Toyota Corolla, <laughs> and I mean, this thing is like rusting on the roof, <laughs> and I'm always like, ah, "I just want to get a new car." And I see like a new car, and I'm like, "I, I want that," but I can't right now because. We're saving up for a house. And so I, I think it's, like you said, it's like dying to self because it's like, I really want that next thing. I really want that best thing, but not right now. Yeah. I'm going to live like Dave Ramsey says. I'm going to live like no one else so I could live and give like no one else. Yeah. And so I think that's just a, that's a habit that I've put in place um, because I could totally go in that way of like, I want to get this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And yeah. it's like, all right, yeah. I know where I'm at right now and be present in the moment. So this way, later on, I could eventually get a new car and I could pay for it in cash. Yeah. I, I think you said that exactly right. We live in a society, we're conditioned to gluttony. We are conditioned to it. Like getting the new, th I mean, the new iPhone. And even then, they put a thing on your iPhone. As soon as like you have the, an iPhone that's like, you have an iPhone 7, it's all of a sudden starting to power down because they're doing that. So you buy the new one. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's constant. Like society is telling us to do that, you know? I mean, like I drive a 2005 um, Honda Scoopy. It's a little... 
motorbike. Come on. Yes. It's really great. It's yes. the cutest thing ever, okay? And I will tell you, the cure for gluttony is the mission field. Oh. <laughs> a cure for it all. You, you can't. Right there. Yeah, you can't. There's nothing that you can't. No, I, I'm actually going to agree with you. There are many things like spiritual disciplines that will help you, but yeah. going on a global outreach trip, yeah. going on the mission field will... Um, when I was 270, I'll never forget this moment. We went down into Mexico, and what had happened about two days before we got there is a mom and dad who had five children, I think it was, living in the dumps, living in the dumps, uh, were going out trying to earn every penny they could to feed their kids, and their truck turned over and they died. Wow. And so we, on the way to doing our other work, the missionary I was with said, hey, we got to go visit these kids because we got to make sure they're okay and they have no mom, no dad, no caregiver. We can't get anybody to go out there. We can't find a place to put them. And so I go out there and I'm watching these little children who are dirty and they don't have very much food. And this really was true. They wanted to show me they were going to play kind of soccer with a dead pig. Oh my gosh. And if someone shot a picture of me standing with these kids. And when I saw it, I was 270. And these kids didn't have enough food to eat. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, that's it, that's it. No more, no more. Mm -hmm. And so obviously we made sure those kids were taken care of. There's no way we weren't gonna do that. So don't, the kids are okay. Uh, but it made me think differently. So when I go to Kenya, I think differently. Totally. When I go, uh, you know, cause I look and realize, wait, they're happy. That's the thing that I love about going on global outreach trips. The people we go to are overall happy. Yeah. You know, they're Christians, they love the Lord, they don't have, and you go, okay, how come they, you know, it's rice and a little bit of meat and they they're happy. Because they have what they need. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that's why. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, listening to the prayers of somebody that lives in a third world country is, yeah. it'll, it'll rock you listening oh, yeah. to Lately. them pray. And we think about some of our <laughs> prayer lives and some of, some of the things that we're hoping for or, you know, the things that we're praying about, it, 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 um, it really sobers you up in a lot of ways. I'll never forget, um, my daughter was three, and uh, we were eating dinner one night, and she was eating a piece of chicken, and she would not, she would not swallow the piece of chicken. It was just like in her mouth, the, like, like, Camden, you need to swallow the piece of chicken. She, and she goes, okay, okay, okay. So, you know, 20 minutes goes by. My wife and I are done. She had to stay at the table till she was done. She literally had the last bite, and she would not swallow 45 minutes go by. If you ever had food in your mouth for like longer than just 10 minutes, it's yeah. like this soggy, oh, yeah, soppy, yeah. disgusting mess. We said, Camden, if you don't swallow that bite right now, you're gonna have to go to bed. And so she, she's like, I'm not gonna swallow it. And so we had her like spit it out, took her up, she went to bed. And I'll never forget, she, um, she was sitting on her bed and I said, I said, Cammy, I want you to know that um, while mommy and I are very disappointed in you, in you not making this right decision, we still love you very much. And she looks at me and she goes, she goes, don't worry, dad, tomorrow I'll make good choices. And I think oh. about that with gluttony. And I think about how sometimes we just, we get into a bad cycle today and we think that, well, tomorrow, like, you know, and a lot of times we think about that with food, right? You think about like some of the, the dieting and all that. You think about, well, I'll just start tomorrow. Or, you know, we, 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 we get in that mindset of, well, I can't, today's a wash or today's already not a good day, so I'm just gonna keep eating whatever I want, and then tomorrow, and all of a sudden, we find ourselves that we can't, we can't turn it off. We can't say no to the things that, you know, that maybe we should be saying no to, and so much we look at and we say, I'll start tomorrow, yeah. whereas I think, and that's, I think that's, a, that's an, a, a weapon of the enemy. He says, no, no, no you, could, you could do better tomorrow, but today, like, you're mine, and then tomorrow comes, Ouch, and yeah. it's that cycle that starts over again, yeah. and I think, no, 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 
you can make a right decision today. You can choose, you know, so I'll, I'll never forget that story. Yeah, no, that's Gosh. good. I'm thinking through too, um, as far as like the self-control it would take, we're so conditioned to not have to practice self-control here with it. When it comes to our weight, we just totally. have uh, workarounds to, if I am overweight, I mean, it's okay. I'll just take the escalator or the elevator, or I'm going to drive from this store to that store, even though I could walk. <laughs> or, you know, when it comes to spending, if I don't have enough money, I'll, I'll just open up a new credit card mm-hmm. and that's fine. And then I'll get mm-hmm. into debt. And, and so there are so many avenues for us to not have to practice self-control to think about, okay, I, maybe I can do it tomorrow versus because because we have the ability to wait and it's not an immediate thing that we need to control right now. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah, and I think one of the great dangers in gluttony is you, number one, don't appreciate what you have. You also can't appreciate the simple things in life. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'll get into it in the sermon on the weekend, but fasting is one of the best tools to, to, to stop gluttony. Right. Uh, so, cause, uh, and then I've told the story before, but it really is true. I was on a really intense fast one time, and I do lots of different kinds of fasting, but this one was very intense. When it ended, I decided to celebrate with tomato soup and uh, basically some toast, which to be honest, some of you guys might like that. I normally wouldn't, but after that intense fast, it was like a feast. (laughs) It was like, oh, so something simple became incredibly pleasurable because I practiced a virtue called temperance, which again, we don't know that word very well. (laughs) The the danger of the virtues is we don't even know the words for them. (laughs) But, But the idea that I won't want you to miss is this, is that gluttony does rob you Uh, in so many ways. So, you know, there are children who aren't going to go to college because their parents are gluttonous with their spending and so overly in debt, they can't even help their kids go to college. Uh, And so that's one of the dangers of gluttony. Uh, There are um, people out there, couples whose marriages are going into divorce because finances is one of the main reasons we see people in trouble uh, is because that it causes so many fights, it causes so much conflict, but it's because one or both can't turn off the spending, uh, you know, and so, uh, you know, the, there are people who I know are not earning enough, and that really is true, but the majority of people who are in debt, they're just spending more than they have. That's, that's the real issue. Uh, by the way, let me get down to the eating thing. We live in a world today where so many people's lives are actually going to be less than in years because of gluttony, and what happens is you're going to end up not only not living the length of life God wanted you to live. You're not going to live the quality of life that God wanted you to live because your last years are going to be very painful. And that's not what God wants for you. And so I remember a a professor I love named Howard Hendricks who stood up one day and looked out at a group of pastors. And I was in that group. And he said this, he said, one of the greatest sins the enemy is getting you to commit is that you're overeating. And so many of you guys will not do the work for the kingdom of God that you were intended to do. You're going to miss out on it. That may not seem like a big deal to you, but the rest of us are looking at each other. And then we had lunch after that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. That really happened. I hope it was a healthy lunch. So anyway, I cannot wait for you to be with me on the weekend. I want to talk about, again, a battle you can win. But for me, at least, it's a battle I'm always fighting. Uh, But that's okay. Because you know what? Uh, It's in the midst of the battle when the victories come that you can begin to experience great things from God. I think this could be game changing for many of you in ways you didn't even think about. So don't miss this weekend when we talk about the sin of gluttony and the virtue of temperance. Mm -hmm.